Welcome to the Mind Body Project Podcast. After over a decade in the health and wellness industry, Aaron realized that our bodies change only short-term unless our mindset changes for long-term success. Both our mind and body are forever linked. We are continually building up new ideas and tearing down old ones in our construction zone we call our mind. After this podcast is over, make sure you give it a like and a share, and please subscribe and review this podcast. I would now like to introduce you to your host, the man connecting your mind and body to create a limitless life, Aaron Degler. Welcome back to the Mind Body Project. Thank you for taking a little time today to join me. You know, when I was in high school, probably my early 20s, yeah, I would say early 20s, you know, uh, four little words, man, man, in high school, I thought, um, even in my 20s, I thought, man, I'm, I'm big stuff saying four little words. And I mean, we all, as, as I say four little words, you're, you're thinking in your mind about all the four little words that you might know and all the four little words uh, uh, that you might say on a, on a regular basis or, you know, they might um, be sprinkled in your vocabulary. Uh, we all have those four-letter words, and sometimes we string them together, and we make a whole sentence out of four-letter words. It's kind of an interesting thing that we can we can do with four-letter words. But today, I wanted to talk about maybe a different kind of four-letter word, a four-letter word that um, sometimes you're probably scared to say. I mean, I, I know this four-letter word, I've been um, scared to say it. Where You know, a lot of four-letter words, sometimes we're not scared to say out loud, and and depending on who who's around us, we'll just... Uh, spew out four-letter words, especially if something makes us mad or uh, something like that, or we get scared, you know, we'll string out these four-letter words. But the four-letter word we're going to talk about today is typically not one that people will uh, say. Um, It's one that uh, I think everybody feels. Um, I would be pretty confident in saying that almost every anybody and everybody has felt this four letter word that but nobody really wants to talk about it and nobody really wants to admit to this four letter word. The the four letter word we're going to talk about today is fear. F E A R fear. Um it's a powerful powerful four letter word. Uh, we think about, you know, there's a lot of different things we can say uh instead of some of those other four letter words that you're probably going through your mind right now. Uh, but when it comes to fear, I'm not sure if there's any other f- words that uh, really I- I encompass what just that one word fear means. Uh, you know, fear for me, one of the things, so I'm scared of heights, you know, deathly scared of heights. And when my kids were younger, they'd want to go to Six Flags. And as a dad, you're thinking, okay, they're going to let me ride the roller coaster. That thing goes around and around. It's so high. So I would take them and literally it would take all I had to get on that roller coaster. Uh, and, and there weren't even like, I mean, because when my kids were little, they're still, the roller coasters were, I mean, they're a lot bigger, more uh, whoop-de-whoops and ups and downs, and they're a lot crazier now. But when my kids were younger and they wanted to go, it was, they, they were, I mean, compared to now, they're pretty simple. Uh, but it's still getting on it, and because I could look ahead and I could see the steep incline. The part I hate about a roller coaster was going up; it go chink, 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 and then just like pause at the top. And then at that pause, you can see the whole amusement park. You can see everything, and that is when I think, I hope I make it alive to the end of this ride. And what is that ride? Maybe a minute. Um, it's like maybe two. It's like hardly nothing. Uh, but the anticipation 
of the fear of what was about to come. Cause as soon as we crest the top and it kind of pauses, shoom, you just go flying down and there's going to be loops and turns and fast. And, um, the whole time I would have a, and my fear, my fear was always that, you know, that little, and at the time I was severely overweight. So my fear was always that when they push that, uh, the, uh, the thing that when you get in the, the roller coaster, when they push that down, that's not gonna. I heard it click, but I don't think it clicked enough. So probably when we go in a loop or we're going a short turn, I'm gonna go flying out because I'm so big. So I thought, okay, if I just hold on really, really, really tight to the handlebars, if I do fly out, I'll be able to hang on for a little bit anyhow. So maybe they can stop the ride. All things that you know when those click down, they're not going anywhere. Um, and I definitely, <laughs> and I'm definitely not gonna. I wasn't gonna slide out. That was also a fear too. Was well, maybe I'm gonna slide out, but I never slid out. Uh, so all, the, so I had all these things, all these fears going into my mind. And you know what? I, I don't know how many roller coasters ride. As I got, as the kids got older, I could say, "Y'all go ahead. I'll just be down here." But you know what? I made it through 100% of those rides. Nothing bad ever happened. None of those uh, fears ever came 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 about but all those fears i had before i even got in the roller coaster cart all those fears i had at at the top before i went zooming down those never happened i never fell out i never um thank goodness i never got sick on the ride and you know vomited everywhere that never happened uh so those things never happen uh but there's other 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 fears we have uh in, in life that you know we don't necessarily talk about. We don't. Uh, they they rule our life, but we don't uh, really uh, really talk about them. About those things. This is this four letter word, fear, holds so many of us back. Um, I've been guilty. You know, th- there's a lot of just. I mean, we'll take the roller coaster for example. There's a lot of cool roller coaster rides that are really an amazing experience, but the fear of what if, what could happen help me back from getting on to onto those rides. Um, and so fear keeps us from doing a lot of things. It, it holds us back from, from doing a lot of things. And so today I kind of want to talk about, you know, four of the things that, that fear holds us back from doing because what, what we're fearful of, uh, you know, there's so many things that, you know, as, as we get older, um, if you're younger and listening to this, um, you know, I'm coming from a little older perspective. So when I look back, I think, uh, you know, fear kind of held me back there. When you're younger, sometimes you don't necessarily think about that. You think, ah, uh, you, you know, you sometimes you want to try to play it smart and go, um, I don't want to do that because of this. I don't want to do that because of this. And sometimes those are very uh, good reasons. Other times we make up those reasons because of fear, uh, because of it just holds us back. Um, you know, one of the, one of the fear, one of the things that fear holds us back is, is we're fearful of rejection. Ooh, that's a big one. You know, and I've talked about before in in previous podcasts about being, um, not the coolest cat in high school. Um, (laughs) really not the coolest cat ever, but, uh, but I always, that always, that's the time I always think about because that's the always time I think I tried the hardest to be cool. Uh, I don't think I try very hard to be cool anymore. Um, 
you know, as my kids remind me, as, as I show up a lot in cargo shorts, uh, but they always know dad has a, has a pocket for whatever they need. So, you know, it's kind of like a purse, but you know, I got them on, on my cargo shorts. So, um, I've, as I get a little older, I realize that I'm just going to settle into who I am. Um, and you know, if that's cool, good, if it's not, eh, that's, that's just kind of who I am. So, uh, but in high school, you know, you, you really want to fit in. Um, and it, and it keeps your fear, keeps you from doing things, some things because your fear of being rejected, being rejected, um, by the people there in, in your, in your grade, in your class that you go to school with, um, other people, um, you know, if you're trying to, you know, um, ask, a ask a girl out on a date, you know, you say, Ooh, you know, I, I, I don't want to be rejected. I, I don't know if I want to ask, uh, you know, and so that, that holds us back. Um, because sometimes isn't rejection, aren't we just trying to please people? you know, and sometimes my dad always told me, and I've mentioned this before that if you do the right thing, you can't go wrong. Now that doesn't mean that's going to be an easy thing. It doesn't mean that that's going to make life easier. Uh, it just means that in the long run, yeah, doing the right thing, there may be some hard times as a result of doing the right thing when it'd been so much easier to do the thing that was wrong. But by doing the thing that was right, that that will never turn out wrong. That will always it's it's always right to do the right thing, and and you know part of that is releasing that fear of rejection. Who are we supposed to be? Because sometimes you know fear of rejection holds us back from maybe uh, getting another job. You know, uh, I, I know when I was newly married, um, uh, twenty some years ago, 25, 26, 27, a lot of years ago, uh, you know, I moved to, lived in a small town all my life, moved to a bigger town, bigger, um, kind of a, uh, Metroplex. And that was scary, um, to move for, for another job. And really it was for a job that, um, actually made less money at than the one I was working at. But the one I was working at was, um, like I just, I wasn't being treated right. And I just, it just wasn't, good for me. Um, and so it was hard to, um, go past that fear of, of rejection of what if I don't get hired? What if I don't move along? What, you know, what if I move into a new town and I, you know, I don't meet people, I don't know anybody, um, all those different things that, that would have possibly held me back. Um, you know, fear of rejection is when, when we're, when we are looking for a relationship, maybe we're scared to ask that other person, um, for a date or, or to marry us or these different things, or just to, just to develop a friendship, just to develop a friendship. Because we think, well, what if, what if they reject me? I don't want to put myself out there. Cause I think sometimes we're scared to put ourselves out there because what will happen if they trample on my, my feelings or my emotions. But, you know, sometimes when we, when we're fearful of that, we're fearful of that rejection. We also miss out on the experience. Yeah, the, it may not go the way we want. It may not. But we won't know unless we try it, unless we experience that and say, hmm, you know, that, that didn't go the way I planned. What's a better way I can regroup? I always encourage my kiddos, um, you know, to while they're younger, they're all um, mid-20s and under. I always, you know, encourage them to why they can to go um, experience things and try new things and not be scared of, of what if that doesn't work out? 
you know what? If it doesn't work out, that's okay. You go try something else. You go do something else because that's um, because I don't want fear to hold them back from being rejected from going to find a maybe a new cool place to live that, you know, just because mom and dad have lived in the same town for the last 40 years doesn't mean that they have to. Now, if they go out and explore the world and decide to come back to our little town of 5,000 people, then super. But I don't want them to ever feel like they have to stay here. And I don't want them to ever be scared to go out and try new things in different towns, different states, different places. Um, go get those experiences. Don't be scared of being rejected from that that town, that state, that job. Just go try it and see if that's what might work for you. Because you might find that that's the thing that works perfectly for you. The thing you were so scared of might be the thing that that changes your life. Because sometimes, just like myself at the top of the roller coaster... I was fearful of what was to come that I did, that I could just see. I didn't know how it felt. I didn't know how what was going to go on. I could just look at it, and that scared me. Not the you know it was way. I never fell out. You know, as long as I kept my eyes closed and hold on, I was okay. I was safe. But I was feared fearful of what could happen, but never did happen. So, so fear of rejection holds us back a lot from. Um, Sometimes growing and reaching our full potential because we don't want to be rejected by our family, friends, um, and, and other people. When But when we do the right thing, we can't go wrong. So if you're looking at it, go, is this the right thing? Then let's go for it. Let's do it. Um, you know, and there's times when um, this podcast, you know, there uh, it, was, it was probably slow getting started because what if nobody listens? What if they hear my voice and go on to the next? They just hit next story, next podcast, and they don't ever listen. But I thought, you know what? I had to get past that, and I had to get past. But what if one person listens? What if one person gets value out of it? Wow, then I've made a difference. It doesn't matter that maybe 10 people, you know, tuned into a different podcast, 20, 30, 40. If I got to one, that's a win. So if I hit one every week, I'm a winner. That means one person listens to it. How amazing is that? How great is that? Uh, you know, we could look at it and go, well, 100 people didn't listen. I guess I'm going to stop doing it. No, but maybe 99 did. Maybe 50 got some real value out of it. So sometimes we have to um, go past that fear of rejection to see what maybe we're capable of. Sometimes we know we're scared. We're, we're fearful. We're fearful of ruin. Ooh. It could ruin me. Wow. What if, what if I, I talk about my faith and somebody doesn't like me? Could that ruin me? No, it just means that, you know, um, that person, you know, you share something with them and that person necessarily isn't, uh, isn't the right fit for you, whether it's a friendship or relationship, whatever it is, um, a job, you know, maybe, it, you know, and, and the fear of ruin is, by definition would be the complete and utter irreversibility of a negative consequence. You know, my, my fear of the roller coaster was that I could die. I mean, I mean, that's irreversible and that's a very negative consequence. Very. And there's no getting that back. You know, so, so what, how do we, um, you know, when we talk about ruin, you know, if you go into a situation, you go into a relationship and how do we, how do we look at that? What's the fear of ruin 
versus a ruined mindset versus a learning mindset. A ruined mindset tells us, you know, I can't do this because it's going to ruin me or ruin my family for these reasons. Where a learning mindset is merely, um, I'm going to just jump off and start. You know, because when, when I first started Synergy Fitness uh, t- uh, 11, 12 years ago, I always, I always told my wife, I said, you know, I said, we're going to do this because it not making it is not an option. That's not an option because I could very easily um, and, and did start out at a point before we even opened of a fear of ruin. What if this ruins us? What if this goes south? We, we lose everything. And uh, I mean, just all these different things that we can't recover from. What if, what if, what if, what if it ruins us? And, and, and then I, I, I changed our mindset, my mindset to not making it is not an option which turned it to a learning mindset. I'm going to jump off here and I'm going to do everything I can to make this work because, you know, um, if you've heard a story, it's called burning the boats where a, a, um, an explorer goes to this Island and, and um, wants to gather their gold and all that and, and, and defeat this army. But the army on the Island is more powerful than, than the explorer explorer. So he tells his crew, he said, we're burning the boats. Because the only way we're going to leave this island is on their boats. So when you burn the boats, you have no other choice but to make it work. There's no other choice. So that's a learning mindset. We're going to, here's a jumping off point. We're going to burn the boats and we're going to make this thing work because that's the only way we get out. That's the only way we get out. And so it's just really the fear of ruin holds us back a lot. We just sometimes have to change that of, of burn the boats. We have no other option. This is this is our only option. And sometimes we have um, the fear of regret. Uh, you know, the fear of regret, is, it's a tricky one because sometimes the fear of regret can hold us back or it can drive us forward. Um, so so the fear of regret, you know, how does it hold us back? You know, because uh, I don't, I don't want to gr- regret this decision. You know, I could re- fear of regret could have, um, I don't want to open the open synergy fitness and regret doing it two years from now and think, oh, I should have never done that. And that ties in too with fear of ruin that, oh, I, you know, I shouldn't have done that. Um, and, and then fear of regret also can drive us forward because, well, I don't want to re- regret anything. So I want to, I want to have all the experiences. I want to go try these, um, new foods. I want to try these, this new job, try this new um, career. I want to um, have this relationship. I want to make this friendship, all these different things. So fear of regret sometimes can drive us forward, but so many times fear of regret more often than not, it holds us back. It keeps us not moving forward because uh, at the, at the end of my uh, podcast, when I have of, of the mind body project, when I have guests on, I always ask when they they are sitting, you know, they, they're older, their their hair is gray and their life is passed and they're towards the end of their days and they look back, what would they look back and say, this was a successful life? And I think that challenges, you know, I've gotten so many wonderful answers and I often think about that and I think about, you know, if we fast forward and look back on our life 
and we think about some of the regrets we might have, wouldn't looking back and say, what would I consider this to be a successful life? And we talk about those things. And maybe those are some of those things at the time we thought, I better not do that because I might regret that later. But the end of life, we go, that was a treasure because I did it. And sometimes those are the things so often we, re- we, we don't want to regret, but so we don't do them. But if we had did them, at the end of our life, that would be a treasure. Uh, so, so, so I often think about that, that, um, that we want to live a life that, um, that we can, that we can have no regrets that we can go, you know, I lived life full out. I did, um, I talked with the people. I took the time. Um, I did the things I, I, I did the job. I, um, all those different things. And um, I was listening to a podcast, um, Mike Rowe, Rowe, Mike Rowe. He, he's host of Dirty Jobs. Great pod. It was a, it was a great interview with him. Very interesting man. Um, but how, how Dirty Jobs came along, he was supposed to do um, um, some kind of story on with a uh, New York City uh, sewer manager. He worked in the sewer and, and something about they couldn't get it done um, because of the water, rats. I don't really remember exact details, but Instead, is what he started doing. He he started talking to um, the supervisor about working in the sewer and about how that, what that was like, and and about his life and about his experiences. And and the cameraman just kept rolling, and that turned into dirty jobs. That was the beginning of what dirty jobs would be for Mike Rowe. And I thought, wow, that is really cool. That. Um, you know, he took that opportunity to to um, share and and have that that uh, New York City sewer worker share with him his experiences, and and it was an opportunity he was able to take. So that later in life, it wasn't so. Oh man, I should have taken that opportunity. He didn't. He's not going to have that fear of regret. That um, he he just went out and said, "I'm going to just have a conversation with this man." And see what it's about. And it turned into a, a wonderful series and career and um, above and beyond what he already had. And the last one is fear of responsibility. You know, what, you know, sometimes we don't do things because what if I get too much responsibility? Oftentimes, you know, if, if you're in a volunteer group or something, what happens if you come up with a good idea? Uh, you come up with a good idea and you go, ah, oh, congratulations, you're now in charge of that idea. And you go, oh, why'd I say that? Um, so sometimes we might have good ideas in places and we might kind of hold them back because we might be a little fearful of getting, um, getting that responsibility. But, um, but isn't fear, isn't responsibility also self-reliance? So, you know, if I do this thing, it's gonna, I'm going to be responsible for whatever the outcome is. So that that holds us back because what if I'm not good enough? What if I don't know enough? What if I don't do enough? What if I don't know the right person? All the what if, what if, what if, what if, you know, instead of that fear of responsibility, we go, we, we, we are self-reliant. We go, I can do that. You know, I, I, I maybe don't know all the ins and outs, but I'm pretty confident in my abilities that I can get that done. And, and then we become uh, self-reliant in what we can do. Uh, and takes away that f- that fear of responsibility, you know. And and you know also when it comes to responsibility, we can't always uh, 
control what happens to us, but we can control our response to the situation. And that's oftentimes what responsibility is. Well, if, if this person doesn't do that, blah, 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 then it's not going to go right. But what if we can, we, we can't control all that sometimes, but we can control a response to it. And again, that takes away our fear of responsibility. So fear is a very, uh, very strong, strong four-letter word that so many of us don't ever talk about fear. We don't ever want to say, I'm fearful. We, uh, we make up all the excuses that uh, we don't want this job. We don't want to ask this person out. We don't want to uh, have this relationship with this person. We don't want to do this. We, don't, we make all the excuses. I've, I've made all the hundreds of excuses. But when it boils down to is oftentimes is that we're fear of either rejection, of ruin, of regret, responsibility. And sometimes we're fearful of what, what will happen? What what will happen outside of our comfort zone? Because we've never been there. And we're scared of that. I've never been um, at the top of this roller coaster zooming down. So I'm scared what's on the other side. But maybe when we get to the other side, like I did on the end of the roller coaster, go, hmm, I did that. Wow, that's pretty cool. I did that. Because, yeah, I was scared going into it. And I was scared through the whole thing. But I came out on the other side alive and well. And you're going to do the same thing. You may be fearful for all those reasons. But every time we go through a a circumstance, a situation where we come out on the other side, we learn a little bit, we know a little bit, we come out a little stronger, we, we have a little less fear. And then we come through those and then it helps us build on the next time that four little word creeps in and the next time and the next time. And so we get a little better at it, a little better at it. And, and then eventually we're going to be able to pronounce that four-letter word in our life. Say, oh, I'm fearful. I have fear about that. Now, why is that? Why do I have fear? And then once we can talk about it, we can work through it. So I just want to encourage you, don't, um, don't be scared to say that four-letter word. Um, fear, you know, we, we've probably seen it several, several different places at what fear stands for. Uh, it, it either stands for face everything and run or face everything and rise. Both of those will shape you. Both of those will shape you in a completely different way. So I challenge you to, if, if the four-letter word fear has been in your life and, and it's in all of our lives, stop facing everything and running and start facing everything and rising. And hey, we'll see y'all next time. And as I tell my wife every night before I go to bed, it's bottom of the ninth, double A, out. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you would like to connect with Aaron, you can do so by going to AaronDegler.com or find him on social media as Aaron Degler on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Once again, we greatly appreciate you tuning in. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We greatly appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Mind Body Project Podcast.